Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable, quirky researchers that evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 3, Episode 13, Aliens and the Secret Code. Like a welcome tap under a bathroom stall door from a businessman's loafer. Yes. That's the secret code I love. The welcome tap of a friendly sack. <laughs> the, <laughs> the welcome bing bong as you sing song and the sack from which you suck wallows the below the ding dong. <laughs> Forever known more, <laughs> the sack waved back and forth. I love Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> called, he's my favorite erotic author. Yeah, called the Wing Wong, Nevermore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can totally see the influence of his trips to the Orient in a lot of his work, you know. Yes, that's racist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how's it going, Steve? Oh, it's going great. It's a Monday afternoon here. Uh, <laughs> Late AKA Monday night. Evening yeah. slash night. This was a doozy of an episode. Uh, 9 p.m. Western mm-hmm. time. Uh, yeah, and we got AlienCon this weekend, baby. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be a big one for us. Just booked the hotel today. So if anyone wants to fuck on Friday night out <laughs> <Yeah>. there, <laughs> I'll be down. Show up at <laughs> the Best Western on Stern Street. Yeah. Room 37, <laughs> I hope. Yes. We'll get the breakfast buffet because it's free on Saturday. Continental. No eggs. He <laughs> has yeah, like no protein with Continental. It's like oh, all this Continental bread. bullshit. It's like yeah. a bagel if you're lucky. And cereal. Some fruit and, I, I don't even think it's cereal. I think yeah. it, well, maybe I don't know. It's just all carbs. It's very egg. light. Yeah. yeah, it means bullshit. Yeah. No, but I for a while when I was doing conventions, I would try and stay at Best Westerns because mm-hmm. I actually did have a full on yeah. breakfast buffet yeah, yeah. for free. Yep. So I'd be they had the egg, sausage asshole. patties, and bacon. I think. Uh, yeah, and then they have the pancake machine sometimes, yes. or the yeah, waffle yeah. makers. Yeah, sick, quite delicious. <laughs> yeah, they even had that at a really shitty one in uh, Douglas, Georgia. Yeah, that's like just their thing. Is like, yeah. we have the buffet. Mm. Yeah, so. I never really think of it like I stayed at hotels so little growing up. Like we didn't have money for vacations and stuff. So like, I never like understood. I was also a child, but like yeah. I never understood. <laughs> as like, a child, I never looked at hotels as a chain because even all the Hiltons looked different, or they were in yeah, some different. Yeah. City all that, damn fancy hotels. Yeah, it was weird. Like one they Marriott sheets when they're white. Yeah. <laughs> all natural. Like the one Marriott that we would go to was in San Diego, and it had like rivers and parrots and shit. Yeah, which was like a very five star experience. But yeah. most Marriotts are just normal fucking hotel. You know. So. Yeah, just a room that you park and you go yeah. and you get the lady of the night for a few hours, right. and you then contemplate suicide post yes. after. <laughs> it wasn't until I traveled for work more. Um, Back at Asics, that uh, oh, you're throwing out a that's real cares. <laughs> it's been years uh, that uh, I started noticing. Like I would get like points, like if I stayed at like Marriotts, they just Some, signed you up, yeah, and they, yeah. or you stay at the Renaissance hotels, and they just and those were actually my favorite. I think was Renaissance brand hotels because yeah. they were like there's not a ton of them, but like they're they're all really they're all those hotels were like when you get to the room, you're like oh shit, this is like super nice Decent, for a basic yeah, room, yeah. you know. I'm just a basic room. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Uh, yeah. So you're doing good? Yeah. A little tired, but <laughs> didn't expect this episode My to be little this tired butt. chock full. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, my little cheeks want to go to sleep. Yes. Yeah. And forever rest we shall give them. They've been sitting and splitting all day. <laughs> Gaping and uh, getting fucked. Yes. I had a, here's a quick anecdote before we probe into the episode that a lot of people, I think, especially large men like us, can relate to is today I had to do the classic um, in, after a meeting or group, you know, group meeting of some kind. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sitting on a plastic chair. Or some sort of chair with a smooth surface and having it be a hot day humidified. and having to hide your humidified ass print, yeah. <laughs> like your, right. your crack print of sweat well, onto the chair. Yeah, your crotch right. drippings. As we were all putting chairs back in another yeah. room. As I women had to, like, were handling the chair to bring back to some other place. I, I had to like hold the chair so that, like the, an angle. it was out. So yeah, the back of the chair was like on my stomach so yeah. no one could see. No, see, a classic maneuver just to be safe is you slide forward and yeah. get up and out. Yeah, That's yeah. a gentlemanly Or Dorsch Corner, uh, our friend, he does the side slide where he smears it with one That's cheek. A, and, yeah, yeah, that well, forward is like well, you would just you extend. You would extend the. No. You know. Well, I feel like the humidity comes from in between the legs where the balls meet, mm-hmm. not necessarily up, up your asshole. Yeah, mine does. Kind of <laughs> crevasse. Yeah. And now, if I had a vestigial tail, that might swipe it up. Yeah. Or it would just kind of like split it down the middle, look like I had a weird now, side cheek sweat. <laughs> here's a little secret of the pros. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna want to prolapse your anus. Right. And then just let that drag yeah. behind. Yeah, yeah. It's going to sweep it all up. Oh, yeah. That ends up being like uh, the things that come down in the, in the automated car wash that yeah. just come down. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think of it more as the Alice in Wonderland dog that oh, uh, yeah, walks yeah. around the cleaning. The broom dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The front and the back <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Who was like an Ottoman-backed <laughs> broom dog or something. <laughs> Alice. <laughs> Alice, I'm, I'm a broom in, dog. <laughs> I'm in Wonderland. <laughs> Want to help me clean while you huh? talk to a caterpillar and have drugs? Huh? You want to stare at my butthole while it sweeps up the red and you stand upon it? Yeah, I'll take that as a maybe. Ooh, uh, the Jews. Whoa, 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 Loose Carol yes, was <laughs> pretty intense. I know you're there. getting high there, centipede yeah, yeah. or whatever the fuck you are, caterpillar centipede. man. <laughs> yeah. Centipede that Come turns on, into a beautiful man, butterfly. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. They run everything. Yeah, well, this Jerusalem's a bunch of yeah. bullshit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Mr. Caterpillar. <laughs> I don't like the sound of this. Yeah. <laughs> He's <laughs> anti anti Semitiller. Stupid. <laughs> 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 yeah, anti Semitiller. <laughs> the human anti Semitiller. <laughs> oh. Which could also just be an anti-Semite that runs like a, a like a construction equipment, like a tiller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not a good place to work. Richards was anti-Semite tiller. If it got dirt, he's gonna fail her. Not good, Gary. <laughs> Who's Gary? <laughs> Who's it's a pitch? classic SpongeBob reference. Oh, dumb. I never really watched SpongeBob. Really? Yeah. I enjoyed that show mm-hmm. immensely. It was fine. It was it was just after my time, though. Well, even then, I remember because I would go out to Frankenstein's. Mm-hmm. Uh, so high school, I would even watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, just being like, "Whoa, these are some like more adult jokes than." Yeah, yeah. No, it was fine. Like, I have no problem yeah. with it. It's just like it was more like yeah. I was working and going to school, and then my my little sisters were watching it with my parents, but mm-hmm. I wasn't even watching then TV that much, yeah. except for late night. Oh, no. 
Channel 98. I didn't have it, but I wish I did. That's Joey's boner. And I would just jerk off imagining Channel 98 yeah. scramble porn in my head. Yeah, it would just be all the color blurs yeah. with the random songs Ooh. and noises you could make out in your head. Even though I could force the color to clear for that split second in my head, I don't because I like yeah. to keep myself edged up. Yeah, I have a, uh, a special <laughs> app on my phone that I can watch any video yeah. or porn, and it just scrambles it for me so I can get back yeah. to the heyday yep. of jerking oh, yeah. off. Yeah. You so know, these porn sites now, they just lost the art of titillation, my friend. Yes. Okay. They want, you just got to pepper it in. You know, really tease the balls up. Yeah. That's why it comes so fast now because it's just, it's <laughs> one and done. I don't need to edge myself to maybe see what I think is a nipple right. or maybe a guy's dick. I mean, girls, right. uh, bush, <laughs> uh, you know, and that sort of thing. Yeah. Maybe see, maybe do. Uh, I remember, I always remember the stupid, like, I've only seen. Uh, Boogie Nights like once, but I the, I only remember yeah. the scene where because it was on the the trailers and stuff too. But it was like Burt Reynolds going, now it's nobody wants a store anymore. Now it's all about the big dicks, the big tits. <laughs> like he's all <laughs> bummed out that it's not an art yeah. form anymore. You know, I remember what was the stripper movie he was also in. Oh God, uh, where Demi Moore had like giant fucking tits. yeah, and she gets nude in it. Strip tease. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and he had the fake hair and all that. Yeah, shit. yeah. She has like the there. the American flag bikini. Yeah, because he's thing like on. a politician or something. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to make her because that was a I weird got the grease on it and squeezing in my toes, and he's wearing <laughs> yeah. boots or whatever. That was a movie that, like, even though it should have been a movie that you could just skip to the nude parts and jerk off to it when you were yeah, like seventeen. It was so boring and weird. Where I'm like, I actually was trying to figure. I'm like, what? it was so distractingly weird. I was like, yeah. I can't even be into this right now. Yeah, and it was like that wasn't also one you could just like casually rent as a kid mm-hmm. and like get away with it. Right, it's like oh, strippers are watching to the strippers, huh? Right. Mom's not going to rent that, right. and or showgirls, same right. thing. Now, Howard Stern private parts, right. going to crank it to that exactly. Yeah, Revenge of the Nerds, yeah. going to crank it to that. <laughs> <laughs> Other home movie. movies, going to crank it to that. <laughs> <laughs> Watching all these VH steps, crack it to that. My nephew's birthday, crack it to that. <laughs> Hanging out at Legoland, crack it to that. <laughs> to them. <laughs> Watching old birthday tapes of myself, crack it to that. Kill myself to that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's how we're doing. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, let's, let's probe into this episode. Uh, so this episode is Aliens and the Secret Code. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's it's not of the Da Vinci variety, which I was surprised by. Yeah. Um, haven't seen this one in a long time. I would... I could see how it's forgettable. I remember seeing parts of this, but, like, it's so much information. This is the antithesis of the last few episodes where it was yeah. just, like, here's a bunch of actual facts, and then we'll pepper in a teeny bit of ancient astronaut theory stuff. Right. This episode was almost... Was literally, I think, nothing but... Just well, like ninety percent, the specu- like the guys, yeah. like just the guys on here, speculating and theorizing. Yeah, this is them just raw dog, wide open, no yep. no limits, unfiltered. Just oh, all the aliens are talking to each other, and these human civilizations are talking to each other. Yeah, and charging up batteries and fucking and cranking, talking to each other. <laughs> and uh, you know, but that's all they kept saying. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like how are they talking to each other when these were built thousands of years apart? Right. Sorry, Sukulos. It wasn't overnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as we've said many times on the show, uh, this episode, <clears throat> a lot of it, as Steve said, is based on um, this notion that a, a, a five to 12,000 year difference is overnight. So like, yeah. we were building spearheads and Stone Age shit. Yeah. And all of a sudden, 
we've got rotohammers hooked up to a dildo on fuckingmachines.com. <laughs> okay. But you know, that you literally... You might know it as a reciprocator right. saw yeah. or a sawzall. A sawzall. <laughs> uh, no, but that logic, while a joke, is also not far off because yeah. that they're literally saying that us, even with you know adding in the exponential nature of technological growth in the past yeah. 100 years, regardless, they're trying to say that us now had overnight was zero... AD like that like oh 2000 yeah. years ago there was a fucking hut in right. Israel or something you know what I mean it's like it is not that's not overnight that's yeah. a lot that there of were change. cavemen yeah. right and so yeah that's what I, we were saying when we were watching it like it, it, this episode really is a great example of a huge problem with ancient astronaut theory which is it's complete um, like polar opposite ideas as its pillar which on one side one pillar is these ancients were not stupid. They were super smart. Yeah. Like, even, like, separate from the help of the aliens, which is right, the whole theory. Right, right. But then on the other side, or in the same argument, they'll say, or the same segment, they'll say, no, there was no way the fucking ancients could have ever done this. this yeah. There's too much of a pattern here. Only the aliens could have helped them do right, that. Right. So and they just don't do any, you know, again, for the, if this is your first episode, because we've noticed that, like, some people listen to the newest episode first. Yeah. Um, these guys... It's the show is not that we're saying none of this was possible at all. Like both of us believe in aliens and stuff, yeah, but yeah. they do. The show is really about how bad of a job they do proving or showing their evidence of their own yeah. theory. They literally bounce. I mean, I guess if you didn't bounce around, you wouldn't really have a much of a show. Which exactly. Is fine, whatever. Uh, but yeah, they just bounce around so much that it's like none of it can be real. Right. Like. If if you're saying like I literally watching this episode, I said like, if they really believe this, then how do they believe anything else they've mm-hmm. said so far? Because you're saying, oh, they're purely charging stations right. to talk back and forth yeah, and yeah. recharge your batteries, even though you made it here from gazillion miles right. away. And this is the same theory that I've always had, which is that any so like pinball machines, moon shoes, handballs, like four square balls. Super Bowls, anything that bounces around that much cannot no. be real. No. So none of those I, – I know you've all seen pinball machines. Oh, I'm watching the Pink Floyd fucking video. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm watching uh, an arcade <laughs> to, to skate you know, for kids. No, The, the evil <laughs> you know, Marvel character, arcade. Exactly, yeah. And his revenge. Yeah. None of it was real, okay? You know, you Bouncing all... around too much. Yeah. Rabbits aren't real. No. Bouncing around no. too much. Kids, handsome little boys – Playing four square on the park yeah. on the uh, black top, yeah. not happening. Exactly. So neither the ball or the court or the boys are real. Yeah. So their deaths are though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> real to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll start off. They they start off the first segments of fucking doozy as is all the segments. But yeah, they, Joe, Joe wrote like yeah. thirty minutes of notes. <laughs> You're over gonna have the to start calling me Joe Rotkin. Yeah. <laughs> And our podcast is just about as popular as this. <laughs> <laughs> he probably gets like 800,000 downloads an episode. Yeah. Um, but uh, Just a hair off from us. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the whole first segment is introducing the concept of the world grid or the earth grid, um, as they call it. And this is, the, this is the concept that the earth has all these magnetic points on it, and two things happen there. A... Or one. <laughs> a, a one sauce. A, this, uh, two. Yeah. <laughs> um, that the ancients built all of their monuments on these power places. 
um, that uh, were these magnetic vortex sites. And two, <laughs> and B, because <laughs> uh, I literally forgot which one I did. Um, if you connect all these dots, it basically creates connect a series four. of, yeah, try. <laughs> you got to go for it, okay? Yeah, connect yeah. four. Uh, if you connect all these dots, it makes a series of, not equilateral, but like a pattern of triangles and equators across the world. And they try to say that this was a... Uh, Plato's, what did they call that? His ultimate D20. Yes, exactly. The 120. Um, yeah. Um, so that yeah, they... Plato, Plato thought that the basic structure of the earth um, was evolved from shapes that people, I don't know if people later called, if he called it that or people later called platonic solids. So like that the earth was ultimately uh, an equilateral bunch of like 20 some triangles or something right. like that. It was like 20, but then they were calling out later like 120 right. or something crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because when they unfolded his, it was like a classic D20. Yes. Like very much more simple. Yeah. Than, structured. Yeah. Not very round. It's right. round enough, but not you know, yeah. super round where very polygonal when they get to the 120, then it's basically right. the sphere or the earth. Right. Uh, wrapped up. Welcome to. Yes. Um, but yeah, so the, this episode is chock full of, and especially this first segment of like a normal picture of, uh, an ancient site. So your Pumapunkus, your Angkor Wat, your, your yeah. pyramids of Giza, and then melding into laser outlines around the outline, and then math appearing around it. Yes. <laughs> Just <laughs> all these swirls the and symbols works, and yeah. equations and shit like that. Yeah, like old yellow maps that have now been 3Dified yes. with lots of math. Right. So they kind of just rotoscope Numbers. these. And, uh, and so there's a lot of like weird... Oh, this this episode was overwhelming. Digitized water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a shot of of like a drone or a plane or whatever flying over water, but it was fake water. I'm like, you guys, there wasn't stock footage of just water. I think like, Fat Matt over, was like, what the fuck is this? I know. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. So, um, chock full of of our our plucky ancient astronaut theorists here, and the episode starts off with a long Coppins call, as long as his hair, I would believe. Um, when you look at where the ancients were building their monuments, it is clear that they were marking the places where the power of the earth can be harnessed. So can we maintain that all these sites were chosen by accident, or is it there, or is there more to it than that? The evidence clearly suggests that these cultures were doing something on a global scale, doing something, creating a pattern that is really lost to us right now. <laughs> that is just something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, it, it's... Coppins always... He seems like such a nice person. Like, he just seems like a soft-hearted person. But yeah. he drops some of the biggest leaps yeah, in logic. a little bit nutty on some of these. Uh, and he, and yeah. just the fact that he oh, he has his, like, his little go-to is like, it's clear. Yeah. Or the question we have to ask yeah. is, and I'm like, no, you don't. You're, you're See, doing a you're lot a of... fucking idiot. Right. What do you really want to do is ask this question. <laughs> do you love me? Yeah. What is plutonic love versus plutonic spheres? And how they're different. Does President Trump experience putonic love <laughs> with old Vladimir? With the old... In the East. <laughs> oh, topical. The huh? man's hair is forever long. <laughs> forever long. Forever <laughs> long. For... That's it. <laughs> um, so we get a lot of electromagnetic tornadoes on CGI globes here. Yes. And a lot of variations on and like... counterclockwise spinning, not clockwise right. spinning. <laughs> and how, as we all know, that electromagnetism goes. And there's a lot of little nodes and like 
energy spouting off of these little nodes and going back and forth and all yeah. this weird shit. Um, Michael Denon from uh, UCI, the physics professor, comes on just to talk about what energy is. He's like, uh, uh, heat is energy, and this and that's all true because, like, uh, like we were telling Fat Matt, like we they bring him on to just be a truly legitimate source of information. Yeah, but. It's only in the editing room that his words ever actually support, quote unquote, anything. Right, right. Because he's not actually supporting any of this necessarily. Yeah, they just. He's just making scientific statements. Um, But uh, yeah, we get our first uh, Childress chime in here. Uh, And he goes, It seems that ancient people, possibly with the help of ancient aliens, like he gets all riled up, uh, early on mapped the entire Earth and noted these special power spots. And vortex areas that occur on islands and mountain areas and jungles. It was important to them, and these areas are related by geometry and latitude and longitude. And the concept of the world grid that continues here, it's a second. Yeah. The concept of the world grid is that the Earth is like a giant crystal, and energy is flowing around it, and like little nodules. <laughs> Energy paths and intersecting and moving all over the world. And as uh, as Fat Matt said while this was on screen, that it was the the remnants of Doctor Manhattan from Watchmen yeah, because it yeah. was little yellow balls with blue energy yeah, zipping around through it. Um, uh, little does Fat Matt know, Doctor Manhattan was the reason the New Fifty Two happened in DC Comics. Uh, okay, yeah. Spoiler alert: more like Doctor Manhattan. Oh yeah, with, with that huge oh, Doctor Manhungan, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Why don't you blow some goo in my face? (laughs) (laughs) We thought you would enjoy this level of goo. (laughs) We all four bukkakied you for the level of goo. Are you even here, Doctor? Are you even present? I don't even fucking care. Are you even coming in my face right now? (laughs) Is this even your asshole? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's mine. (laughs) Oh, it's, oh, it's the Owl Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thought it was Rorschach yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. So, what you're going to do is... Hey, I'm Night Owl! <laughs> Electric spot. <laughs> <rah. laughs> so what you're going to do is you're going to take my fucking face and you're going to blow a big old Rorschach. <laughs> and you're going to see your fucking father in it. Oh. A couple of butterflies. <laughs> and we're going to make him feel again. Oh. Oh, like a Rorschach test, <laughs> like butterfly yeah. stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving on. So we get uh, to, um, oh, yeah, back, it, we circle back to the platonic solids here. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't. you know, when Plato didn't even have fiber, he didn't really have platonic solids, let yeah. me tell you. He had drippers. Yes. <laughs> platonic wets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ooh, I got a case of the wets. Yeah. Ooh, in Plato's cave, it <laughs> was quite damp and dinky. <laughs> Quite an odyssey it was journeying into. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, it doesn't really prove anything about the world grid because they're trying to relate that just because Plato said, I think that the world is geometrically shaped like this, doesn't mean that he said anything about the world grid yeah. or that there were energy lines just connecting saying it's it. it's roundish. Yeah. So they're kind of doing a disservice to Plato by putting him into their argument and he was never a part of it. Yeah. Um, consent people, Okay. Um, hashtag Plato two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we get more magnet tornado CGI shots yes. again. Moss, please. <laughs> yeah. And we get Michael Barra on the episode, who, if you know, is kind of the 
kind of the arrogant sounding, uh, gorgeous haired man yeah. with a uh, hardcore forward. <laughs> yeah. Mod bangs. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, he comes on and he says the ancients. Oh, and I, I coined this, this episode was a Michael Barra barrage. Yes. <laughs> um, since he's starting to be on more often now. And I think he's pretty much yeah. on the rest. We're going to see him at alien con. Bantha Barra. Yeah. <laughs> Bantha's like from star Wars. Yeah. It's the, uh, Horned uh, elephant-like creatures who live on Tatooine. Oh, right, right, right. With the giant hair. But where's the bar? Oh, you're calling him Bantha. The Bantha. Oh, got it. The, wait, the Banthas had giant hair, too? Banthas were the things that the sand people rode. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember the hair, I guess. Yeah, they're big hair, like woolly mammoth type. Oh, creatures. that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um. Anyway, oh, yeah. Our first Barra Barrage here. So uh, he says, the ancients clearly understood. That if they located their monuments in the sacred places, that they get this powerful alignment with the earth, the universe, everything would come into flow. I don't know who flow is, no. <laughs> but I hope she's hot. Yeah, uh, he met her a, on Grinder. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd have a great place to worship. But the question is, <laughs> where did they get their information? Like, was it from extraterrestrials or ancient humans? So they're they're saying like introducing once again. And he repeats the same thing every time he's on. Humans could never have thought of this. Right. So <laughs> breaking it down. Humans could never have done the thing that we are theorizing and have no proof of if they didn't have theoretical In gods, outside. aliens yeah. as gods coming down and telling them things right. and telling them to create this thing that doesn't, isn't proven to actually exist. Yeah, that can't happen. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and that's a side note, too. Like, this episode, even for us who were like pride ourselves on being critical thinkers— it like tired me out. <laughs> oh, but not that footsie <laughs> displayed. Used to be a box thing. Yeah, right. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> classic Steve. I'm hey, sorry. Hey, well, excuse me. I like being a co-host on radio <laughs> shows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, it. I feel like they're not doing it. The ancient astronaut theorists are doing it in a predatory way. Yeah, but they're throwing. That that's how they this is where this it's gets spread yeah. because it's it's their victims of it too. Yeah. All of this information comes out, or they can read it, or whatever overwhelms them, and they go, "Well, God, to make your, then their mind becomes desperate to make sense." Racing. Right, and everyone knows that when your mind is desperate or fearful or whatever, you don't make the most right. uh, cognizant decisions. Yeah. And the fact that you can't grasp something as possible right. now, they're going to these impossible type right. scenarios, and it's like, right. well, I mean, I guess it should be this and that, and right. yeah, that kind of makes sense to me. So, sure, yeah, right. that's what it is. Yeah, like, like because uh, I could never think of how to move right. a fucking rock that big by myself. Right. I mean, and no matter your opinion on Richard Dawkins, the famous atheist guy, but he called that concept the god of gaps. Mm-hmm. In particular, he's talking about religion, but he's like, it's the concept that when you can't explain something, you fill it with something supernatural just because you can't explain it right now. Yeah. And that's and, my uh, favorite Instagram handle is the god right. of gaps. And it's just hot <laughs> chicks with the oh, gap yeah. dough. Right. Uh, you know, their <laughs> legs are together, but there's still that gap in between. Yeah. I love it when they, they've worked out. They put that gap dough through the Play-Doh spaghetti factory. Yes. Oof. And then you get little pieces of gap yeah. dough. <laughs> Yeah, I used to stick my wiener in gap, gack, though. <laughs> <laughs> and when you put that gap dough together, you get, yeah. like, solid-colored khaki pants mm-hmm. and really sharp polo shirts mm-hmm. and some yeah. vests, you know? Yeah. <laughs> At all affordable prices. Right. <laughs> and um, the kids' gap, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you go to that. You, If you want to step up, you go to that Banana Republic dough, <laughs> yeah. and it's the same company, yeah. but just a little, you know. I like Old Navy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so uh, Bill Burns, Loudmouth Leahy concurs and spouts the same fucking nonsense on here. Um, we get our first, well, maybe not our first, but there were so many fucking chime-ins and suk alerts and cop like calls and whatever. This to... an all-star episode yes. where they just brought in everyone. Yes, except... we're almost done with the season, right? Yeah, like there's only... More? Uh, there's 14, 15, 16 after this, so three episodes so, left. Okay. Um, with season three. But yeah, where's my man Five Heads at Freddy's? David Wilcock has been nowhere to be seen yeah. uh, since like the first couple episodes. Full turtle, Mr. Cock, yeah. has left the building. Yeah, must be cold out there. Yeah. Because that Wilcock no. is tucked up. It's a no-cock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got um, another no-cock. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can we call him Wilcock? <laughs> Hey, play your cards right. Yeah. You could earn that title. Um, <laughs> let's go well, fuck yeah. David Wilcox's wife <laughs> and make In him run of him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got our first suk alert here. He says, Extraterrestrials told our ancestors, hey, here, build that there. <laughs> like, he gets all like, you gay. Like an old, like, Eastern Euro or like Jewish dead. Like, hey, come on, what are you doing? Go yeah. build that there. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a longshoreman all yeah. the time. <laughs> uh, because how else would they know? That these were power places that, when connected, created a perfect pattern that would be impossible by chance. Yeah. So it's like, again, you're introducing a goal in their head that they didn't necessarily have. Right. And then saying, how could they do that goal that they didn't really have without the help of these things that Other may or may not were, were may or may not be there? <laughs> were there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have influenced them. There you go. Um, we got another children's chime in. Um, and it's a redundant one. He says, the world grid could have been used as an inexhaustible source of energy that was flowing continuously around the planet. And he's like, he goes on and says, you know, oh, and that uh, alien ships could fucking just hover over them and fill up and recharge. And they say this so many times this episode. Yeah, it's like, why? so why do they need to build these things they use the energy to build a thing right. to then go re-energize. Right. And they need all this energy to travel around the planet. Right. Again, like we said earlier, yeah. when they've now traveled God knows how many light years right. to get here. Right. I was going to make an analogy, but it actually kind of worked. I was going to say, that's like feeding new cows milk from cows so they can make more milk. And I'm like, oh, baby cows do drink their mother's milk. <laughs> and they do grow up, become a ba- bigger, yeah. bigger cow. To make more milk. And to have uh, another baby cow. Yeah. <laughs> make it a baby cow. <laughs> uh, tell me about the Buford. Yeah. No, uh, Buford there. Tell me about the Buford. Shout out to Rally Burger, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and big old Steve. Yeah. Not me. Uh, <laughs> um, we get a bear barrage here, and he's, he's the one that, that comes in and goes... These are charging stations for aliens. And it's just like he's so sure of it. And I'm like, okay, so what kind of fuel do they have or engines do they have that are powered by just electromagnetic energy? And like, like, and natural sources of magnetism, which are so weak that only humans barely perceive them. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? And like they a, charge up these grand machines. Right. That can travel well, across and, trillions of miles. And why do there need to be multiple points on the planet? Right. Like, I feel like... <laughs> that was a great point. I was like, like... So not all... If you're just talking pure distance and fuel efficiency... Yeah. So they can travel across galaxies or a galaxy or yeah. even a fucking solar system. Or a gun. But they can't, they can't go from fucking San Diego to Seattle or something without yeah. filling up on three... Yeah. I vortexes fly of across energy. the country with no problem. You're right. telling me these dickheads can't fucking get right. from Yuma, Arizona? Yeah. 
up the goddamn <laughs> Toronto, Canada. Classic Toronto yeah. accent. <laughs> um, as we all know, Ryan Reynolds, star of Deadpool, yeah. tax just like this because yeah. he's from Canada. He had to get his accent removed uh, medically by using some psychology type shit. Psychology. <laughs> yeah. Now we're getting yeah. to Russian <laughs> Chicago. Now I'm talking like a Canadian. <laughs> yeah, Quebecois. Stud lover. <laughs> it's a deep kids in the hole joke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we move on to a specific place after the first clusterfuck of a first segment, yeah. which is the New Grange Passage 2. Not to be confused with Hermione New Granger. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Who got railed by that redheaded guy. <laughs> It's true. Uh, true. I mean, true. after after the end of of I'm assuming cause, they married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they married. Um, Does they do they have kids in that? Yeah. Well, yeah. The the f- spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't read Harry Potter <laughs> seven. Watch the movies. Right. Uh, yeah. They cut to a number of years uh, after the events of the last book and the whole war with Voldemort. And they're all in Hogwarts Station sending their kids off <laughs> you to... You just say, yes, they fucked. Yeah. <laughs> they they're all kids. sending their kids off to Hogwarts and stuff. Okay. So um, so he cream-pied her. He, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. As any that wizard <laughs> that fucks his Hawaiian. witch and impregnates her. Hawaiian. Hermione. <laughs> Ooh, Hawaiani great New Granger, huh? She did that beautiful dance of the far Pacific. Aloha Mora. <laughs> Stupefy. Expelliarmus in my iron. <laughs> you better last, you guy. Because if you come too soon, I'll get a new old dude. And it will be tasty like food. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Boneris lasts a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just the Viagra yeah. spell. Cream of cum, yes. <laughs> Cream of cum, yes. Okay. Um, uh, we sorry. are tired. No, it's fine. Um, anyway, we get to New Grange Passage Tomb. Called a Passage Tomb because it has one passage that goes to the central chamber where all the magic happens. And by magic, I mean human remains were found in a bunch of bowls. Yes. Um, so, ooh. I just skipped to the bottom of my notes because my water bottle fell. Um, but, yeah, so this is Ireland's, like, kind of most famous, most famous, uh, foremost monument. Um, and it was built by old farmers and astronomers, which is quite a crew. Um, <clears throat> and uh, it ma- they made this shrine to house their, like, religious and scientific beliefs at the time. So, like with most pretty much all ancient monuments, it all had to do with star patterns and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um it's cool though because sunlight only comes in once a year, and the and the dawn of the winter solstice for seventeen minutes. Um, and they believe that, like pretty much all religions, that uh, the gods and heavens was literally in the stars. And on that day, for seventeen minutes, they would put the remains of their family and loved ones and whoever in those bowls, and the sun would help take their souls to the other world right, to heaven. Right, so right. Um, it's quite a quite a specific way to get to heaven. <laughs> um, but yeah. uh, if you died at sea, you were fucked. Right. <laughs> uh, and, you know, the ancient astronaut theorists say, that, oh, they must have had advanced astronomical knowledge to know where uh, the Cygnus um, constellation was. Because I'm down with the Cygnus. Yes. You know, we, we're down with the Cygnus. <laughs> Couple of swans were down with the Cygnus. Because <laughs> um, it's a swan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> the, you know, we've talked about it before, but Cygnus was a very – Cygnus and Orion are, like, the two biggest 
and most repeated constellations of importance in yeah. of import uh, in ancient cultures. I'm going to be impotent. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's not really that like unique. Um, they say that the cruciform shape of the of the passage um, mimics Cygnus's kind of you know yeah, wingspan yeah. and whatever and the, whatever. But yeah, if you're if you're Cockney Collins, if you're Andrew Collins who wrote a book called The Cygnus Mystery, yeah. then you're going to come on and go. Now this was all over cultures around the world, not just in Ireland and blibbity blobbity blue. And so it's just like I get it, like you're obsessed with the pattern here, but it doesn't. That's not really a mystery then, because right, right. so many cultures were obsessed with Found it. Found the same pattern. And again, yeah. I know this is like anecdotal evidence, I guess, but in modern times, in Southern California, where there's a lot of light pollution, you can still see Orion and Cygnus and the Little Dipper and the Big Dipper. Are you like, there's there's a handful, and if it's if I can see them here with the light pollution, you better believe those Ancient fuckers times, were super yeah. bright and super prominent among the rest of the stars. Yeah. Um, and modern times, one of my favorite breweries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mine as well. Um, can't wait for Anaheim. Um, but uh, where did I leave off? Oh, yeah. So then they asked the question again, the very fucking nebulous question. Did ancient builders leave a code for future generations? Um, Probably not, because we don't know what the fuck it right. is. <laughs> yeah. They, they never once. Because, like, I guess if we break it down, the code is the world grid but also carvings on on specific monuments. It's also the fact that there are monuments on each of these magnetic, um, you know, uh, power places. Yeah. Like, I don't... It's a lot of shit. So, yeah. it's once again, it's saying, it could be any of these things, like, right, I right. guess, you know. Um, and also, to be clear, these magnetic power places are true. Like, they're factual. Like, And that's probably why uh, people, like we've said before, um, magnetic fields can affect your brain chemistry and your just or, or your brain waves sorry in general exactly so again there are birds and stuff that yeah, have plants could grow little bones that are yeah. attuned to be sensitive to it yeah. and all that stuff so. i mean i'm sure tectonic plates have something to do with it right. aligned within the earth so it's right. like you know growth yeah. patterns and all these kind magnetism's of things. fucking weird like it's a yeah. super weird thing it's invisible but it's everywhere right but it it does it but it like all it really means is that, yeah, when people were walking across Nowheresville and they went, whoa, there's like a hum in the air. Something's here. And maybe they're having weird dreams or hallucinations, as we saw in the last episode, Aliens and Deadly Cults, where um, that guy Shokohara or whatever his yeah. name was, um, he had a what he called a mind control helmet. Right. But it was just it Worst just induced. all, we found. Yeah. The mind control helmet. There was Ebola, yeah. anthrax, and the most dangerous of all, <laughs> mind control helmets. A fucking football helmet with a bunch of wires on it. <laughs> a Vince Clortho yeah. helmet from Ghostbusters. <laughs> Are you from the lifeguard or yeah. Coast Guard, Mr. Marty McFly? Yeah, you auxiliary. <laughs> and it's a helmet that simply makes you want popcorn a lot. <laughs> yes, yeah. have some. <laughs> I do like coffee. Yeah. Hey, you look at this. <laughs> That's yes, have some. Uh, in Japanese. Um, sorry, I'm leaving off bad here. Yeah. The flow. Ooh, coming into flow Port here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm dropping anchor at Portnoff yeah. <laughs> here. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they talk about how advanced the astronomical uh, knowledge they must have had just to find Cygnus. And I'm like, it's not, though. Looking in the sky... And tracking patterns is not very – it's not stu – it's great, but it's not what we would call advanced. Later in the episode, uh, Michael Barra does a really huge false equivalency fallacy here and says he equates 
the science that we use to get to the moon is the same knowledge that the ancients used yeah. to track the stars. And it's like, that oh is such God, a yeah. huge redu- reductive like way of explaining that. It's not the fucking right, same. Right, right, right. Uh, making hash marks in the ground, <laughs> tracking a star's position over a year because you're not doing anything else but trying not to get eaten by a tiger or something yeah. is not the same as getting a machine and people to another planet. So yeah. um, George Norrie comes on and says that it's uncanny that they would have advanced astronomical knowledge and advanced building techniques. <laughs> and I'm like... You fucking idiots. Yeah, like, like, what else would you fucking do 2,000 years ago but know how to organize your fucking life and time by the stars and directions and stuff? Like, knowing where to go yeah. in the pitch black of darkness that no electricity made the world, yeah. like... Sail the high seas. Right. Fucking terrifying. Travel across a country. Like, people don't realize how fucking dark it used to be. Yeah. Do you not know the what else is uncanny? The, the X Men. Okay, <laughs> they had Professor X. Right. They could probably build, and they knew what stars were. Yeah. They had classes for children, and were fucking heroes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost like the X Men Fox yeah. theme. Like, there it is. Beautiful. They then introduced that the pyramids at Giza, Teotihuacan, the Hopi villages in the American Southwest. And the Thornbro Henges in Yorkshire, England, mm. are all tied to Orion. So another, they move on to another constellation. Say, look, all these are fucking tied to this one. Oh, right. Um, but the there was an interesting point here where I don't think they've ever touched upon, which is like, why the obsession with Orion? And they, they actually made a good point was, it looks like a man. It looks like yeah. a human. So they must have thought, oh, there's a reason for that. Kind and of it looks like a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They Austin Powers the fuck out of that yeah. constellation. Which, I mean, hey. Then you could argue that all those cultures were shown Austin Powers yeah. by extraterrestrials yeah. thousands of years and apart. to their language, a baby was a man. So right. they said, kind of looks like a man. Baby. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> like a man baby. Yeah. Um, Robert Balvel comes on. He hasn't been on for a while, but he's like the the resident Egyptologist uh, until our man, Rami Romani, comes in the Ooh, later yeah. seasons. But, Big um, liker. Yeah. I wonder uh, if we should mention anything to him at the show I, I thought about that too if we meet him we go oh, okay well you like you saw you liked some of our oh, shit you like our uh, yeah our shit where we talk our... shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i think you'd be cool about it you know yeah yeah uh, those guys are assholes i, I yeah. can't remember what well because like, but... isn't it funny that the two egyptologists that we've seen are the most level-headed about egypt because yeah. they're the most factually In knowledgeable the, yeah. or actually have real theories not right. hypotheses based on a lot of evidence not one-offs of evidence. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Robert Bavo comes on. I'm not sure of his stance on all of this stuff. Robert Bavo Vui? Yes. <laughs> he seems to come on and go, both these pyramids yeah. are lined up. <laughs> I got to the Bruce Springsteen. I went to see the boss. And I said, wow, this is the greatest show I've yeah. ever seen, boss. <laughs> now, the Khufu pyramid is at a one. But my personal favorite, the Giza pyramid, is at a nine. <laughs> uh, Clearly listen to Howard's uh, story. Go around your fucking pizza parlor, you whore. Um, anyway, Robert Bobble comes on and talks about how the, the space between the pyramids and the Nile is uh, the same distance between the, the Orion constellation and the Milky Way. And if you look at them together, they're the same distance apart. But this was their positions in uh, 10,500 B.C. And so that was like 8,000 years Not before these ago. were built. Yeah. Um, 
which is weird and cool. And that's we talked about that a little bit on another episode where like the Sphinx has all the precursor yeah. race knowledge in there and the the Order of the Black Cobras or whatever the fuck that right, cult right, was, right? Right, right, right. And uh and so so that is an interesting fact, but again, not surprising if you were modeling things, you know, after things in the sky that you could clearly and you know when there's not a lot of light pollution you can in a lot of parts of in egypt you can clearly see the milky way the arm of the milky way that we're on yeah and uh uh jason martell like uh makes a surprisingly non-race related point (laughs) by concurring with robert bovel and uh this really goes back to graham hancock's theory about um when the ice age was ending the the advanced precursor race like the what we would call the Atlanteans or whoever some advanced seafaring race that that got kind of fucked over by the ice age but a small chunk of them survived got pushed right. to the to the borders of yep, the of land uh, they were the ones not necessarily ancient aliens that spread this advanced knowledge that they had and was lost in the ice age yeah. um, that being said though you'd think that I mean I guess just because we haven't done a lot of deep sea exploring or whatever as much as we think we have well but, I've done a, quite a few <laughs> bit. <laughs> Um, well, you've smelled a lot of fish. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's leave it well, at that. Yeah. Um, it was mostly balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not like the opposite, like land yeah, animals yeah, or something. Yeah, no, yeah. just balls. <laughs> uh, but you would think that we would have found a lot of shit, more shit frozen in, or melted in the ocean or whatever, too. But I guess only when Some the movie Abyss happens and we can breathe that purple shit, yeah, then... Yeah. We'll figure Which it they out. even said that's impossible and not actually accurate. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I think they said as a baby, you aren't really breathing water. Mm-hmm. You're getting your oxygen from your mother via your umbilical cord. Oh. So that's where your oxygen and blood's coming from, mm. not breathing the some water. fucking shit. You still are it. passing fluid in and out of your lungs. I don't think, because that's why they stick the, the that uh, ball. Right tube thing up your nose is because you i think you actually have wax buildups around right, right. there to actually keep that shit out oh interesting i think because yeah they gag your they they, they have the ball they thing suck that everything sucks out, out of your baby's throat in the and nose stuff and, and all that yeah. yeah um but anyways yeah yeah um now the biggest travesty of that they're probably putting all that beautiful life-giving Putin. stuff into biohazard waste bags and put it in the incinerator at that hospital I could be using that stuff. Not if baby. you don't know a guy. I could be eating it. You want you want a sack? I'll get you a yeah. sack. <laughs> get you a fucking sack with green paint on it. <laughs> with green paint. It's from Big Lebowski. Oh. <laughs> um, so we move on to our next segment, which is all about ancient flight paths. Ah, classic plane sounds. <laughs> um, we That's start pilot off. Pilot wings, you motherfucker. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, we we uh, are introduced to. Old Alfred Watkins, uh, an archaeologist in the 1920s, and this is the guy that came up with the concept of Bruce ley lines. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Wayne, yes. <laughs> On his uh, deathbed, yeah. he was talking to um, uh, Bob Kane, Robert, Sir Robert Kane yeah. uh, of the Gotham yeah. <laughs> clan. I don't and he said, know. thy nipple goes upon the chest. Right. You will have someone to boss you around, yet right. you shall be their mentor. And then Bob said... I'm Batman. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is there a little hum or a loud a little boop in the background? Can you hear that? Or is that just my hearing going? Oh, whatever. No, it is it in the cans here? Oh, no. all right. All right. Um, so, yeah, this guy. I refrigerator is going to blow up. <laughs> uh, this guy um, wrote the book literally on ley lines, but he wasn't writing them necessarily as world grid energy lines. 
he just putzed around England, a very small and densely, fairly densely populated, very even in the rural old parts. Area. Yes, very old area uh, that has tons of ancient monuments on it. And he used a map to putz around and go, oh, if you put, a, if you draw a straight line. Uh, a lot of these ancient monuments line up perfectly in a straight line. And so, but even he was saying things like they probably were just line of sight communication tools, uh, like full Lord of the Rings style where they're just lighting the yeah. torches. They put the torches right, at the line right. of sight so they can keep lighting them and they can, they can have something very bright that travels across far distances just by light. So um, they were using light speed technology. Isn't just that by crazy? Angles. And uh, so anyway, he just says, you know, he had a very, had very, um, uh, humble, yeah. you know, explanation. Not very grandiose, right. but very just like, oh, this is probably right. a realistic approach. And a fun fact that sort of, I mean, not debunks it necessarily, but but uh, in 1969, this dude wrote the book on feng shui, mm-hmm. and he used Watkins's ley line thing to, like, substantiate it. Um, and that was really the birth of what we think of ley lines being charged with Energies magical energy and shit, and shit yeah. like that. So um, then they immediately say... Most ley lines are only in France and England. It's like, aren't you trying to prove that... Are you going to say these are around the fucking world? all around the fucking world. And yeah, there's so. like 50 equators. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, if, you, if you look up how many ley lines... Like, there's a guy that even runs a website kind of mocking the idea by showing you a real map of all these supposed ley lines and how any postal code in England, mm-hmm. you have at least three ley lines converging in your Her. postal code yeah, yeah. <laughs> because there's so many old monuments in England. So, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, in no way did anyone say, are they magnetic in nature? Like were they, like they were probably simply just used as human navigation. Yeah. But of course the narrator asked, but were they also used by extraterrestrials for navigation? It's like, why the fuck again? We've, this do is the most question navigate? we've most asked. Yeah. Why would they need to navigate extraterrestrials? Yeah. With fucking energy Visual. lines, you know, yeah. like like we can fucking have a, a satellite up in the sky and be mapping huge chunks of the world, half the world at a time, pretty much, you know. And even then, they're more advanced where you can map topo- topography now and yeah. shoot lasers down to see the depth of mountains and things like that. And uh, so, again, why the fuck would advanced extraterrestrials need... Yeah. Visual monuments of any kind. Right, I mean, right. the guy, the the one guy that gave us uh, in reaching for the stars, like a, a few weeks ago, uh, he had the great point that still didn't prove the ancient astronaut theorist point. But he said, "Oh, maybe the gods were just kind of fucking with them, or the the people themselves were like, oh, we have to build things, these things to guide the gods' way." Right. Um, so it's more, it's still more on we which I would they, under- they hover here, so let's make sure they come back. Right, and. Uh, Ancient Alien says many times they built this so in case the gods returned. Yeah. Um, going to obsess. But yeah, their whole culture became obsessing about hoping the go- giving the gods a signpost to return to. Yeah. That's why it's it's such a simple distinction that is interesting. Like that factoid is interesting in its own right. Then they sit there and obsess that it is that the aliens need the 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 signposts. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. get why just changing your wording around a little bit, you can not sound completely like, like yeah, like just a, like your fucking theory is full of air. So um, we move on to 1982, where um, uh, Trelleborg, this Viking fortress, which was in its own right, had like perfectly um, uh, symmetrical uh, directional huts, these four or these sets of four huts each, yeah. which were like perfectly north, south, east, west. And then they, uh, in 1982, this guy was flying over them 
and found that these very straight lines connected uh, the like three other uh, hut groupings that yeah. were exactly the same. And I'm like, okay, like great, like those are cool, but like that's not that impressive. Impressive because anywhere that somebody would walk is a straight a straight line. Yeah. Like you can just yeah. if you take a fucking pencil and put a string around it with another pencil on it. You now have a compass, and you can just make you can make a circle or any point in the circle. The radius is a straight line. So yeah, yeah. I don't understand this weird. It's like they're expecting you to not understand even the most basic geometry fundamentals. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we get a bara barrage here. So he goes, perhaps the Vikings were able to fly. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not yeah, going to. I'm crazy. not. I don't even. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to pretend to know how they could fly. No. But I mean, it, it would seem like a simple seafaring race. Wouldn't be able to navigate these these lines over great distances yeah. on land. A seafaring race couldn't figure out land, so they right. figured out how to fly. Right, <laughs> and and that is a huge thing to introduce. Well, the in navy the... has a shit ton of jets, Joey. Right. Wake up, you <laughs> fucking idiot! They have the planes on the goddamn boats. Yeah. When you're in the water, all you're looking at is the sky reflected yeah. in it. So of course, there's a mystical relationship that's symbiotic. Hydroponic, it's grease lightning. <laughs> Come on, baby. Uh, <laughs> oh, grease lightning, go go go. <laughs> the chicks will cream for grease lightning. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I love Travolta. Yeah, I, I'm starting to see that uh, the bus stop posters for Gaudy, the starring Travolta, Uh-oh. around, and he looks he looks exactly like. His character portrayed uh, when he portrayed Shapiro in the fucking O.J. Simpson thing. Last I didn't year. watch that thing. I know, but yeah. if you ever saw pictures, they made his like they made him even more square looking. Oh, like God. he looked like Dorian from The Mask yeah. when he puts on the oh, mask. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling spooky, yeah. baby. <laughs> Classic Dorian yeah. line. Uh, <laughs> Come on, let me see those tits. <laughs> Drew Barrymore, when you actually oh, had curves. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> no, that was, uh, that was, uh, what's her face? Drew Barrymore. No, it was, uh, yeah. the no, chick from uh, Some About Mary. Yeah, yeah. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, Christina Ricci. <laughs> no, I don't, fuck, why can't I remember her Cameron name? Diaz. Cameron Diaz. That's, <laughs> let's see those jugs, baby. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we get Von Danigan comes on to scream <laughs> about straight lines. He never says yeah. straight. He says straight. Right. I never heard straight pronounced that well, way. It's a straight line with a curve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come on. Straight lines and how, how under all these lines, when you connect them, holly places <laughs> from yeah. antiquity and Stone Age. And the line points directly to Delphi in Greece. And so he's talking about Christmas spirit or something about holly places. <laughs> All around. I don't know what the fuck he's talking yeah, about. Christmas future, some shit. But you could know. you could argue. like So his whole point, in all seriousness, is that all these lines in that particular, that particular ley line going from yeah. Greece to England uh, uh, and through France and parts yeah. of Africa. Or no, yeah, just Northern Europe. he mumbled a racist slur he said, as well when he was talking about that. <laughs> uh, He's uh, uh, Delphi was there where Apollo, the god Apollo, which they're obsessed with. The ancient yeah. astronaut theorists are obsessed with Apollo and that he brought knowledge to other mm-hmm. people around the world and wasn't just a Greek god. They just thought he was, you know, yeah. of their own kind or whatever. Uh, but it is kind of a Santa Clausian thing where it's like, oh, 
like uh, once a year, or it says twice a year, I guess, he flies up to the north mm-hmm. on his chariot yeah, with an <laughs> and brings the horse <laughs> and brings the gift of knowledge to yeah, other people and technology is. and stuff. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> and he says, and along the way. Of course, they build Holly Blaze because he was a god. <laughs> um, so they're saying he's kind of making the point we were is that they thought a god was there, so yeah. they built a place to mo- a memorialize yeah, or right. monumentalize Hopefully or whatever. Stoked yeah. enough to come back, right? And uh, yeah, they must be stoked <laughs> and catching tasty waves. Yeah. <laughs> Hang loose, bro, and uh, you know, go for it. <laughs> and every nose had their toes hanging yeah. on it. All. Then, yeah. <laughs> and then they get delicious every every uh, surf event. They had burritos yeah. afterwards. And they say tasty ways, yeah. <laughs> but they would consume the burrito right. as a, a monumental of the right. wrapping of the tortillas, right. like a, the the wave around yeah. uh, a person. And every place they built a holly place because here was speckle. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> Um, he said, "Harsh mellow, bro." <laughs> uh, it's very weird. Full hot order. Yeah, <laughs> that they can't fathom how all these places were built on a straight line. Yeah, because yeah. if you if you look up the, the who could because it's Greece, baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if got you got that Mykonos vibes. <laughs> if if you look up anything about like like you know any of like ley lines debunked stuff like that in England. The same thing can apply for the rest of Earth, which is that it's a very densely populated place, which, sure, if you're talking about two points that are 800 miles apart, but still, relative relative to all the empty space, that's pretty yeah. dense. And dense when you're talking about when you build a monument there some, yeah, or yeah. a giant city there or something like that. So um, it's not hard to draw straight lines between two nodes when there's a billion fucking nodes on yeah, there. Yeah. I would love to see a map where of all the non-node holy places that don't fit in with the model. You know what I mean? Like, I guarantee there's fucking places that, like, what's the subjective qualification yeah. then? Yeah, how thick theorists? is that line that right. it's a straight line? Exactly. Is it miles wide? Is it inches? Right. Uh, yeah, yeah what's that's a good point, it? too. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, what What are these lines and lines of sight? Right. Thickness? And again, even if they perfectly were on these lines, the science proves that these were, if there are magnetic spikes in these places... Yeah, they totally could have felt them and maybe hallucinated or felt that there was a powerful place to build a monument on because those are base level things that ancient humans had at their disposal, which well, again, is their relationship with nature. Yeah, if it was yeah. affecting animals and plants to be there, right. then they would in turn, you know, exactly. develop societies. That's why yeah. denial isn't just a place in my brain. <laughs> uh, in my closet. <laughs> no, but like the Euphrates and the, the whatever the other, yeah. Tigris. Yeah, yeah. And all those places were fertile land, so right. that's where all these societies built up. They didn't just go in the desert and be like, well, we got to go hoist a bunch of fucking water over here. They're like, exactly. No, this is where everything's growing. This is where the water is. Right. Let's just set up shop here. Right. So, again, if there's places of fertile ground, yeah. then that's where you'll find human civilization. Right. It's not necessarily just... Out of random bullshit. Yeah, yeah, and it's not, and it's not every place, but yeah, you can even see trees kind of growing sometimes when they're close to a magnetic, you know, vortex whatever. or line or spike point or whatever. You see little subtle changes in things that when you're living in nature all day every day, you're going to notice everything you could that could give you an advantage to right. survive. Yeah. Um. So Holly places. There we go. Um. Sukes comes on, and he doesn't say this, but he goes. He has this attitude. He goes. 
these are fucking refueling stations. Like, he just gets so adamant about it. Yeah. About it. <laughs> um, adamant about it. I'm all about it. <laughs> yeah. And then he has the audacity to say on the air, now, when you're looking at modern jets, they only, and they're showing just commuter, like Southwest yeah, jets yeah. on the screen. He says, they only fly in straight lines. Now, why is that? And it's like, they don't fly in straight lines. Yeah, they arc around. Every single trip world. is yeah. an arc because it's yeah. just the way that you have to go with, like through the fucking pressure fucking just things wherever, and all you that know, shit you too, just right? avoid shit. Right. And even, even if not from a, uh, if you were looking at it from the plane overhead, they arc. But they also arc because they're going up <laughs> and, and down, down yeah, in an arc just, too, yeah. you know. Um but anyway, it's a very dumb point that I don't know why. And straight lines are the easiest or the least path of resistance, right? Exactly. So it's like, what's the shortest distance? A straight line. Right. So who fucking cares? Right. And yes, you can argue that planes fly in generally straight lines, but we all walk in generally straight lines too, even though we have the power to fucking zigzag yeah, and dance. You don't have and to adhere up, you know. to the contours of the land. Yeah. You ever seen a plane dance, Sooks? I guess not. Otherwise, you might have a little more beautiful view of the world, okay? okay? Not yeah. shit on everything. Yeah, not just fucking make everything into delicious velvet uh, jackets <laughs> and weird brown yeah. colored tones that I can't tell where your neck starts and your jacket yeah. ends. <laughs> and you made, and the hair begins, too, that from the too. collar. Yeah. Uh, you made the good observation, though, that he has a little pin, a brooch, yeah. Yeah. of the little gold plane so from, like, the first episode of the show on there. So yeah. That's a good yeah. catch. Um, so just stare at Sukulos' tit to find yeah. that next time you watch. It will be nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's Von Danik. Yeah. <laughs> it will be nice. Trust me, I crank it <laughs> all the time. Every every horny place on yeah. Georgios's suit. <laughs> My wife refers to jerking off more than me cranking it, but whatever. Every horny place needs a wet nap because there was my cum. <laughs> Uh, we get to Cockney Collins here again, Andrew Collins, writer of The Sickness Mystery. Um, and he says, UFOs seem to arise along these ley lines, and it repeats itself ever since UFO sightings have happened. And it's like, is that really true? Because, again, also, if you're going by the pure density and what is on those ley lines, which are cities and monuments and whatever, then, yes, I guess they are in the vicinity of those ley lines. Yeah. Because... Everything is. Right, right, right. So, again, I would love to see what's in the middle of those triangles or, or, and see if there's absolutely no fucking monuments or anything of note in any right. of those spots. Uh, we move on to Cusco, Peru. Uh, not to be confused, but maybe you should confuse it with Emperor Cusco from a Disney movie I've never seen called The Emperor's New Groove, which was, <laughs> which was about Peruvian lore. Was dancing the night away yes, with David Putty from Seinfeld. Um, but yeah, Cusco means navel of the world, and also we talked about this on a previous episode, uh, uh, Axis Mundi. So it's like this, this, it's the center of the world and also the, the gateway to uh, heaven. It's, it's a connecting place between the sky and earth. Uh, Mount Fuji, was uh, that was the Evil Places episode we did, oh, yes. was, uh, was an Axis Mundi. Um, yeah. Where they go and they pull down their little undies and <laughs> wander around the forest <laughs> like a bunch of goddamn perverts. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they start doing some really crazy connecting in this segment where they go, oh, Cusco is connected, quote unquote, with Easter Island, 2000 miles away because both have, quote, strikingly similar types of stonework, which I'm like, so the, 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 the the foundation stones of the, the Moai statues on Easter Island apparently look just like the ones in Cusco. And I'm like, 
Yeah, but you guys have shown like four or five other places that kind of look like that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, they don't mention like the the time period. I think that Easter Island. I think it was it was around the same time. So I guess in this particular case, if somebody did go from Peru to Easter Island in that like a hundred year period, I guess I could believe that more. But still, yeah. doesn't mean aliens. Yeah. Um, it just means it was a similar because I, I think Easter Island was like. 1200s to 1700s or something and then everyone disappeared or some shit but go back I even to our, feel like it's closer yeah 12 to 7 yeah that yeah. sounds yeah something like that yeah it was 18th century or something yeah it was yeah. surprisingly Much more recent. not far away right yeah. um but uh anyway so then Suk says they must have been taught by the same extraterrestrials. So, um it, have we reached the point where Suk made like one of his most insane uh yeah it is okay uh moments remember I was like wow that was a very casual Yes, and of course it was eight. I think that's towards the very end. Is that the way? Let's, let's yeah. see if we come to keep that in mind. You know, put yeah. a pin in that. Um, so they start drawing lines through the fucking center of the world on this on a CGI again with laser lines, yeah. like from Easter Island to fucking uh, Puma Punku. It's not that, but they do that shit where it's just like yeah. one monument's connected Here's to the, the other. Math and numbers, and it's right through the center. And I'm like, okay, but again, when there's a shit ton of stuff everywhere on the planet, yeah. Well, Pretty again, easy to just right. randomly draw lines. Why didn't they talk about any of these things in sub-Saharan Africa? Why didn't they talk about any of these things in the middle of Death Valley? Why didn't yeah. they talk about any of these things? Yeah, in the center of Australia where there's yeah. nothing. Like, yeah. I don't, you know, I'm sure a line passed through that, too. Mm-hmm. You could probably just pause the episode and see, like, look, what about here, 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 here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but anyway, Jason Martell, the slick bag kid, comes on, and he says... <laughs> It appears that the ancient people either had knowledge that we have yet to discover, or they had sacred knowledge handed down over thousands of years by extraterrestrials. And it's right. just like that's a that's a appeal to extremes fallacy. Like he's saying, it can only be these two extreme ends yeah. of the spectrum. It can't be anything in the middle, or or it can't be something else entirely. So uh, be cautious of those kind of things that they throw out there. Um, anytime, pretty much any time. Any of the ancient astronaut theorist guys say something with a ton of surety and finality, yeah. you should immediately perk your ears up and go, that's uh, probably uh, not true yeah. or as simple as that. Uh, check, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll take the breakfast. <laughs> um, I would like a lunch menu. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I don't like cockroaches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ghostbusters. Oh, um, <laughs> but yeah, so they go into kind of pointlessly, although I wish they would have gone to it more because it seems like something that could have debunked a lot of the shit that's like only aliens could have said that this blah, thing was blah, far blah. away. Yeah. But it's the science of geodesy, of geodesy, no. as <laughs> Jason Martell says a little bit later. Uh, and it's it's one of the Earth's oldest scientists. And it, they show this like machine, like this device which I'm assuming is a geo a geodesizer or whatever the fuck it is, mm-hmm. and it's specifically used to pinpoint spots far away across the world, kind of like yeah. a what is it a sextant or whatever is in on ships where you can triangulate um, the stars and you're and so you can create Disney. You go, yeah, oh, this yeah. is here. I'm this far away from the horizon. And it must be this far. Yeah. Um, but they just kind of d- like skim over it and say, oh yeah, they use this. The the Sumerians use this to. Uh, Figure out the landing spots, you know, for when they were going to land and, and launch spacecraft on. And I'm like, Jesus, like, what the, f- like, why are you leaping? Like, why don't you explain what geodesy is a little bit more yeah, yeah. before then almost ripping it apart or something or saying that they used it to build the, maybe they use it to build those spots, but those are religious sites, which yeah. again, ancient astronaut theory covers that because it can be anything, which is that every religion's just aliens and stuff. Yeah. So, um, 
they then kind of bring – it's kind of – it sucks for Michael Denham. But, I mean, it doesn't suck because I'm sure he gets paid well to be on the show. But he says, you know, it's logical that the ancients had navigation systems. And the Romans – and, like, not to him, but, like, yeah, no shit, editors. Like, right. um, of course, every fucking culture that got big enough would love to learn how to navigate the larger world as they grew and grew and grew. Um and uh, Bill Burns comes on and says, you know, they're built for star people as navigation posts, you know. And, and Childress says the same thing, uh, repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Um, saying that humans built it to talk to the gods is fine with me because that is – that's yeah, that's, real, that's what yeah, they reasonable. themselves say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But aliens can travel across galaxies and apparently dimensions. They don't fucking need that stuff. So yeah. um, we finish off the episode with the last segment, which is the Gavrinus uh, built around 3500 BC, it's another passage grave, which we saw with Hermione New Granger before yeah. uh, in Ireland. Um, Crimpider. Yeah. <laughs> Ronald Crimpider yeah. Weasley. Uh, <laughs> you a uh, wheezy piece of shit. You fucking didn't wrap it up, you asshole. You didn't even put it in my asshole. Is that a you British? Finished in my wet <laughs> pussy. You put it in my asshole. <laughs> my dripping wet cunt. Has now been full of your greasy love. Oh, I'm going to have some beefiest beefs <laughs> here in old, merry old yeah. England. <laughs> oh, I'm so pranging yeah. with beefy beefs. Call it my bog brew, bitch. <laughs> uh, I'm just that bog brew, bitch. Yeah, a passage grave. This passage grave apparently illustrates, quote, Highly advanced mathematical knowledge, yes. of which I could find no proof on the internet. Yeah, for. they said. Yeah, there, there was all these coded messages yeah. via math and numbers, right. but nobody knows anything about it. Right. He, we get a big suk alert here, and he says, "What's really amazing about Gavrinus is that there are spirals and hand axes." And things that look like fingerprints, which so far those are not advanced at all. No, that's just looking at your hand and <laughs> right. going, "Oh, there you go." You can look. You can even look at your finger, but it will go kind of spirals. Like, yeah. Makes weird. It looks like they're they, making the shape of fingerprints. Look like they're fingers. There. Yeah, um, and uh, that have been carved onto the megalithic slabs. And mathematicians, of which I could find no evidence no. for, have determined that there are hidden mathematical messages within these carvings, and it's like. How how could I not find any of that then? They're I would have been lo- so well. Nobody knows right. what the fuck they are. I would have loved to have found like this college's study of these fucking yeah. stones says, oh, they found pi before it was right. whatever. Because that's really cool. But there's no because they say that they found they, they showcase that they knew the value of pi, three point one four infinity, whatever it is. They knew how the diameter of the world, apparently. Uh, and they knew the golden ratio and stuff. I'm like, yeah. okay. Like, so they, well, I did a little bit of research. Or is it that you drew a spiral and the golden ratio is in all spirals? You yeah. Know? I, I mean, I did a little research and mm. actually I just I just found uh, this is the handprint of the man who won the first pie-eating contest. See, yeah, see? And the grips right. of the pie tin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they just replicated that and it happened also. Right. Much more believable. Yes. Yeah. And to me, the most interesting part Boston is that... Boston cream is what it was. Right. It, it, well, it is interesting that Boston cream pie was invented in France, in ancient yeah. France. Yeah. yeah. And um, they said Hermione was cream pie right. in France. Right. That's like, it was just graffiti. Yeah. You know, but then that brings into question, how did these ancient retards know that Harry Potter would be my dad's favorite book in the yeah. whole world, <laughs> and he would die beating himself to death yeah. with the last page 
of Harry Potter book seven. Okay. He How could you do it with a single over. page? He oh, beat himself to death. It was death. a very long drawn yeah. out sad <laughs> death, as only a Greek Netherlander could do, or whatever I am. <laughs> it was more paper cuts to where right. he sort of bled out, but oh. <laughs> mostly just got infections, which he spit in, and the yeah. wounds just became gangrenous. His <laughs> his suicide took about seven and a half months. Yeah. <laughs> he was better off just yeah. eating poorly. Yeah. <laughs> we just pulled the plug on him after yeah. that. <laughs> he didn't actually kill himself. Yeah. Um, more like shaved potter. <laughs> How have I never fucking thought of that? <laughs> <laughs> Clean shaven <laughs> potter. <Yeah. laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. What a oh, seer. Boy. Shaved potter. <laughs> <laughs> and cream pie. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm Ronald Weasley. <laughs> Hua! <laughs> I smell a woman. <laughs> Ronald Weezachino. <laughs> I'm gonna stick my hard wiener, and then I'm gonna come. I took a Cialis, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, we get the best part of this episode to me is the triumphant return. Of Nick Redfern. Uh, Nick Redfern is the bald Brit. Um, I forgot to write down his little byline of what he writes and stuff, but uh, go back to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With that earring in that ear? Yeah. Um, He, his last scene in episode two and one, I believe, of season three, um, at least according to my notes. So um, he comes on and, and he's even more kind of northern or cockney than Cockney Collins, but he says. Now, we do see evidence of profound mathematical knowledge at work. But the question is, do we develop this ourselves? Or is there an aspect of the energy grid issue by ancient aliens because it was important? And I'm like, <laughs> you're saying nothing. You're just, you're just reiterating the question of the episode. Um, Sooks comes on again with another alert. And he says, none of this makes sense. If the extraterrestrials weren't leaving a message for future generations to decipher. And we are that generation. So it's it's another one of these like, see, we're the important ones because yeah, yeah. we're scared to we're die and alive, alive and yeah. you know, yeah. So um with this the we get the bar barrage I mentioned before, he fucking equates he falsely equates the moon landing uh technology and science knowledge with that of agent ancient people, which yeah. is with aged people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these fucking they oldsters fucking, can't yeah. get to the moon. Um or I guess they could because you're saying it's the same technology. <laughs> it's all just a bunch of fucking barrels. I can get to the moon just by shitting my pants. I do it every day, but I don't want to. It's my choice. I don't want to go to that fucking eat a, moon. Eat a spicy chili. I'm yeah. going to take a big fart. Right. <laughs> I'm not going where the goddamn commies went there first, yeah. you know? Huh? And I guess that they didn't Sputnik? go to the moon. They just went to space. Yeah, they had the Sputnik. <laughs> my favorite breakfast, Sputniks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, they got Spoojnik. <laughs> Some guy just flung a huge load. <laughs> Some guy named Ronald Weiss Cheeto came down yeah. and cream pied my breakfast. <laughs> and it was delicious. <laughs> I've never had a sweeter cinnamon roll in my whole life. <laughs> um, but yeah, we get, uh, God, these just keep coming That's what I'm saying. It's coming. a fucking VIP right. all-star yeah. episode. <laughs> and we're almost done here. It, it literally, <laughs> the way I wrote this, I didn't write spaces. It looks like children's Chinaman here. <laughs> Sorry to our Asian <laughs> listeners. Wasn't trying to. Uh, but we get our last children's chime. Well, no, fuck. Our second to the last? Our last children's chime in. And he says, now, this is maybe the reason that extraterrestrials may have wanted us to develop advanced mathematical knowledge ourselves. Because it's only with that special knowledge that 
we're able to advance into the skies and into the stars. So there's yeah. a classic little uh, children's cadence there. Um, we get Linda Howe. Uh, Stroking out. Yeah, like, I can't Yeah, I can't remember what I called her. kind of faded off. The something queen. Oh, the plastic surgery yeah, queen. Yeah. yeah. She comes on with, again, as we said in season one and two, I believe, in her few appearances, is like, she just does like a, an emotional appeal. Like it's kind of like, hey, let's put grandma on screen, yeah, and just like wrap it all up in a real simple manner for anyone that just didn't get it. Weird, pale but slightly green hands. Yes, as she's speaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, her blue vein green. Yeah, hands. it was. They were disgusting. <laughs> the tall tale of old yeah. blue vein. It's <laughs> night for Kurt. Had a giant blue vein on a giant blue dick. <laughs> Had green hands and he made to come quick. Uh, Grease uh, my pole. <laughs> No, <laughs> and that's the story of Ron Weasley Chino. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> baby! <laughs> oh Jesus, we gotta go. Let's get it. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> this is the epitome of overtired. <laughs> um, Linda Howe, yeah, she just appeals to everyone's ignorance and just goes, you know. Now, how would all this be possible without the help of extraterrestrials? You know? Yeah, um, so redundant and pointless. Jason Martell. Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they just like yep. jam them all in. Uh, slick Bad Kid comes on and says, this is this is the one that's full <laughs> full of fallacies and yeah. fellatios and stuff. He says, the Anunnaki that came down as gods. That's one, that's Again, one statement. Big red flag. That is not necessarily true, as we've proven, that even the term, not the term, but the concept of Anunnaki story, that ancient yeah, astronaut yeah. theorists know it as was by a guy trying to sell science fiction novels. So he said he was the first to yeah. translate cuneiform script, which he did not. Uh, the Anunnaki that came down as gods gave humans a math system system with the base number 12, 12 inches in a foot, 12 hours oh, yeah. in a day, 12 in a dozen. It spans very much into different parts yeah, of our culture. What the fuck <laughs> is this guy talking about? 12 yeah. in a dozen? Right. 12 Shut inches the fuck in my up. mouth. 12 inches yeah. in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> 12 times I came. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's, and also like... Yeah, 12 and a dozen's the best because yeah. as if dozen <laughs> had other values in the ancient yeah, past prior. and it was yeah. only that dozen shall therefore be known as 12 yeah. or something. And then the bakers came <laughs> forth and brought the baker's dozen of But one baker same. did not make it to the journey, so thus there were only 12 bakers <laughs> instead of 13 a baker's yes. dozen. And thine eggs were always presented from... The twelve and thine twelve eggs would be presented to Ron Weasley Chino to be cream pied and impregnated with future wizards and warlocks and witches. You know it, baby. Spooja. <laughs> uh, oh, that's bad. Sorry, that's bad. Uh, keep, okay, keep, keep talking. Add a guess. Keep so, talking about how twelve hours are not in a day. It's yes, a divisible. Twelve hours are not in a day. Is right. divisible. Right. Well, is that also, right. Divisible. Yes. <laughs> indivisible with liberty yeah. and justice for 12. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, like, yes, I get what he's saying, 12 hours of well, sunlight, I guess. Maids like, of milking. Right. <laughs> Swans a swinging. Dongs a flinging. Uh, <laughs> <Dongs> a flinging. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Bara and Sooks end the episode with uh, just reiterating that they've left messages, the secret code, that we don't know if the code is a grid uh, carving in one place, or what? But they left this message for thousands of years to help us develop again. And that's when he says, that generation is us. And, and of course, every episode has to end with an error going, or is it to prepare us for their eventual return? Yes. 
Um, but yeah, that that wraps up. I sent her all kinds of messages, and she told me to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> she left me on red, that stupid bitch. I yeah. fucking sent her all these love notes and my wiener, and it just said red. <laughs> that is interesting, though. Like, you wonder, like, how they're... If they were this quirky their whole lives, if they had trouble getting girls, and that's why, oh, the gods the never return, show. no matter yeah. what we do, and blah, blah, blah. I don't know, but... Um, too much to get into right now, but, uh, another conversation. Yes. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we're going to cover and probe into, uh, aliens and the undead next episode, which should be an interesting one. So it's vampires and zombies and shit. Um, Hey, me on Monday morning, huh? (laughs) With no Starbucks. (laughs) I don't know why you mentioned the brand was so much funnier than me with no coffee. (laughs) Because it's like some old dad going, Ooh, without my Starbucks, I yeah, can't. Yeah, without. Because Starbucks yeah. still feels oddly like fancy to an old middle-aged man. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't get that expensive shit. Yeah. You, know? you know, I'm a Dunkin' Donuts man. Yeah. <laughs> Dunkies. Um, so, yeah, uh, watch out for that next week. Um, and uh, we'll obviously be doing some sort of special episode, I think, for um, Alien Con. Or it will be an amalgamation of... Uh, episode and content so maybe we'll do a little recording introduce the clips or if we have enough content we might just fucking play the whole thing uh if our segments are good enough so that's kind of what they did on uh you talking you two to me when they would go to the the u2 concerts or whatever yeah, yeah. and uh and then have their little actually, you know, five minutes five yeah. minutes of segment they, they were famous enough though to actually have agents <laughs> that could get them backstage right um we will oh, pay to play pretty not going to read this three star review. Nah. It's pretty fucking called us thirteen year olds. But like that's a, that's an oddly good score for what seems like a shitty yeah. <laughs> review interpretation. You know, but the bottom below that is good. There that's we go. a new so, one. So we're doing a segment right now called "Reaching for the Stars," and we are reaching for your five star reviews on iTunes, Google Play Store, Facebook, whatever wherever we are found. Um, and uh, if you give us a five star rating and review us in the comments, we will. Shout out! Shout yout! <laughs> we will shout yout! Yeah. That's a big load, Ron Weasley Chino. Yes. Um, Gooah. <laughs> and uh, Gua. Yeah, there we go. That's the one. Wanda <laughs> Sykes. <laughs> um, you gonna come at me or what? I'm a lesbian. <laughs> I don't want to do that spree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just gay. <laughs> uh, anyway, and we stole sorry. that bit from. Oh, sorry, from John Gabers' podcast, High and Mighty. Yeah. Um, listen Again, to High Always and Mighty. want to give credit to things we steal. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Just like our other podcast, Beer They're Drunk, that is pretty much stolen from Doughboys. Yes. Another great podcast. Um, so this is a five-star review we got on Tuesday from CL Unlimited or Clun Limited. I don't know. Uh, it's titled Some Kind of Pair of Aliens. Okay, so here's the thing. The podcast Probing Ancient Aliens starring Steve and Joey is a riot. Glad it's not the L.A. riots. Ooh, boy. Uh, These two are some kind of -of out-of-this-world jokesters. Unlike that other dickhead. (laughs) There's no jokes and wisecracks. Um, Real jokes. Yeah, (laughs) jokes. The Ancient Aliens show and the eclectic group of theorists who they parody, Sukalos. Oh, he spelled it weird. Childers and so on. I like that. I like that spelling. Yeah, he put Sukalos, which is, that's fine. And then Childers uh, and so on. I look forward to each Tuesday for the new podcast. Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah, and their drunk podcast is equally awesome. Oh, crossover listener. Ah, huh? Thank you. Thank, thank you, CL Unlimited. Uh, don't forget your hair gel and spray tan and helicopter pilot. That was from iTunes. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, and then I 
had a review which confused me at first because I thought it was being shitty or something or roasting us, which would have been fine if he gave us five stars. Uh, but this is from Jeff Burcham on Facebook who rates us five stars. And he says, meh, dot, 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 yeah, dot. Yeah, first I first yeah. read that. I was like, oh, yeah. oh. He says, this is some kind of podcast that apparently probes the popular show that uh, showcases the ancient astronaut theory. Seriously, though, this is a great podcast that delves into ancient astronaut theory with a different perspective that shreds the assumptions from the facts. I like that line, which I was like, oh, yeah. that is really what we're doing. Um, this podcast is a shining example of never accepting something as 100% fact, but actually taking the proposed and looking for yourself. Wake up, people, he says. Thank you, Jeff Bertram. Um, yeah, I think that's nice. all of them for this week. Yeah, uh, Appreciate that. So, yeah, uh, follow us. Rate us, subscribe to us on Google Play, iTunes, anywhere else podcasts are found. Um, and follow us on social media, on Instagram at Probing Ancient Aliens, Facebook at Probing Ancient Aliens. Um, tell your friends about the show if they like or dislike Ancient Aliens. There's something here, obviously, as you know, as a listener for everyone. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be at Alien Con this coming Friday. Friday and Saturday, baby. Yeah. So if you recognize us from our logo... Feel free to say hi, and maybe we'll give you a smooch on the left <laughs> pectoral. Yeah. Only if you're a boy. That means no homo. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had some custom shoes made. Yes, we did. Just with alien theme. Yeah. Not aliens and galaxies on there. Yeah. Um, on Saturday, we'll be wearing an ape shirt where he is in space. Hmm. Look out for Oh, me. you already planned your other, your rest of your outfit. Well, too, I just huh? did laundry. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is a good space shirt. I'll <laughs> save it for, for the weekend. Um... But yeah, if you, uh, as we mentioned before, if you like our uh, weird brand of humor, listen to our other podcast, Beer There, Drunk That, where we review a different, usually 99% of times a different brewery, uh, but sometimes it's like a run of a style of beer or whatever, a yeah. uh, little less structure than this, um, but uh, but yeah, very wonky, still, very weird, still very Steve yeah. and Joey, so uh, that's at Beer There, Drunk That PC on Instagram, Beer There, Drunk That on Facebook. And on the same podcast services as yeah. Probing Ancient And that aliens. one is just like us, bi-weekly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's going to that's gonna do it. I, I, I think, think my, my bodies give me a secret code. code. I think the aliens have told me, you must take a shit right now. Because the sausages you ate are cramping down. Uh-oh, those don't even have a lot of fiber, my friend. No, fiber-free. Yes. Eat your fiber, folks. If if I could tell Apollo one thing to share with northern cultures, eat more fiber. Yeah. You don't want to have your little butthole become a big butthole right. with a big problem. Big prolapse. Yes. Not good for the pushing. Go ahead and get some greens in your diet, everybody, yep. and yep. not just the color of our flesh. Yep. Eat healthy, guys. We love you. Bye. Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> <Little> butthole. <laughs> prolapse.